Hello and welcome back to the Morning Story Podcast. My name is Cody Birch and I'd like to tell you a story. Today's story is called My Failed First Webinar and here's my story. So years ago, I wanted to get into information marketing. I wanted to stop doing the done-for-you agency stuff and get more into courses, membership sites, mini workshops, something. Just some way to translate my expertise and my experience into a more scalable form of revenue generation. At the time, I was only doing done-for-you work. I had my agency clients. I hadn't done live events yet. I didn't have any group coaching but it was in me. I wanted to start to make those moves. And so the first year of being on my own was all about stabilizing my revenue. Just find some way that people will find value in what I've ever done and that they'd ever give me any money so I can not have to sleep on the street. And what I found was doing agency work. So give me money, I'll run your ads. And that worked fairly well and it grew, but I was, I was aware that I was really capping my income and capping my time and I just couldn't ever really grow. So to me, a course was the answer to that, which isn't bad logic, that's still true. I would still recommend that if you're trying to get out of the time for money trap and you're just doing too much and you need to put in less effort and make more money or have more upside, a course is a fine way to do that. A mini workshop is fine, a group coaching program, a mastermind, those are all ways to better leverage your expertise so you can help more people and make more money. So here's how I did it. The first attempt was I wanted to get a beta group together. And so I put a couple of posts out on Facebook. I didn't have any email list to speak of, but I said, hey, I'm thinking about putting together a course. I'd love to get a couple of people to come to give me some honest, kind feedback, and I'll give you access to the course when it's done. Now, if I was coaching you on this same strategy, I would say, don't forget to charge money. But I didn't charge these people any money. They didn't have to pay anything. And I had about 20 people say they would like to be part of that beta round, and they would give me honest feedback on the concepts in the course. And so the next thing I had to do was get those people engaged and activated. And so here's how I pulled that off. I did a Wednesday night call every week for four weeks. And every week I would teach one of the key modules or one of the key concepts inside of the course. And I wanted to teach funnels. And so it ended up being four modules. And I incentivized people to show up. <clears throat> the trade-off was they had to give me feedback and they would get the course uh, that, you know, when I was done. So whatever I would sell it for 297, 997, they would just get it for free. Of the 20 that said they would sign up, 12 showed up and then maybe of the 12, six were pretty consistent and they were on the calls the whole time and gave me a lot of feedback. Well, the feedback was really useful because they loved module one and they really liked module two and they especially liked module three, but we all agreed that module four was not very good. It was a whole other directed, uh, direction. So I was teaching funnels, but module four was Facebook ads. And we agreed by doing that beta group that that was too much content. I was going to lose people and I could make the Facebook ads content its own course. I had a title for the course because I was routinely building funnels in an hour or less. I just said, I'm going to call this course the one hour funnel and I'm just going to show people how I do it. So it was a little bit of copywriting, a little bit of offer making, a little bit of tech help on how to use tools like ClickFunnels to get it knocked out. And it went, it went fine. So during those four weeks, a couple things happened. Number one, we had decided, like I said, to ax the fourth module and make it its own separate course, which it was. It was. It became what I now call one-hour ads. I don't really promote one-hour funnel or one-hour ads much anymore. It's kind of from a bygone era. And the other thing that happened is there was one of the guys, his name was Gabe, and Gabe was a professional videographer, and he worked with our church and lots of other businesses in the area. And he was going through my pre-launch content, just my free beta group feedback type content, and he said, hey, if you're going to sell this course, wouldn't you like it to look nice? And I said, yeah, that's not a bad idea. 
So even though I hadn't made any money yet with the course, nobody had signed up for pre-sales, I didn't charge for the beta group, my friend Gabe convinced me to film the course professionally. And we did it right here in my home office, right where I still work and where I'm recording this for you today. We had to clear off my desk and make it look more like a studio and hide a bunch of stuff and put a bunch of stuff out of frame. And I shot the intro to the course. I shot a Facebook ad for the course and I shot kind of the bumpers for the modules. What was funny is I hadn't made the course yet. I had done the beta group, but I wasn't sure what exactly was going to be inside of the module. So I dressed nice, combed my hair nice, put on my module one shirt. I was doing some little costume changes and said, hey, welcome back to module two or whatever, you know. Uh, in this module, we're gonna talk about this thing. And this thing's really important to learn because when you get that mastered, you'll be able to do this. I'll see you inside. I said something like that, right? Well, there was a gap between when I filmed that intro and when I actually filmed the course itself. So when I started to film the course, I was like, what did, the, what did I say I was gonna teach? Because let's just hope that it matches what I'm actually gonna teach. Because it, I remember it cost me, it started with a three and it had four digits. It was either 3,000 or $3,500 to do all that filming with my friend Gabe. So now I had you know commercial, professional intro, professional introduction of each of the modules, professional outro of what to do next, how to apply the concepts taught in the course, but I didn't have any course. I also had no sales. So I was a little bit behind the eight ball. I did it backwards. I don't teach this, by the way. I had to learn this the hard way, so you don't have to do it this way. Don't do a free beta group. Don't prepay to have your video pal shoot all of your videos when you don't know what's gonna be inside the course. Do it the other way. Now, I, and I'll talk about that in a different episode, but I sell stuff ahead of time now before I ever make it. I sell the idea of it, and then I make it with people. Totally different. So now I had this course. It was totally done. It was totally ready for traffic. All I needed now were customers. I had built the store. I put products on the shelf. I had paid the utility bill. Lights were on. Ads were in the directory. I just needed people to now come inside and buy my stuff. So since I had no email list, I only had my agency clients and I had a little bit of word of mouth, but I'm not that social. I'm not very well networked. I ran ads to a webinar and the name of the webinar was called uh, the Fast Funnel Framework. And I was going to teach people some tips on how to build their funnels more quickly. And it was things like saving sections and using templates and stuff like that. And the point of that webinar was going to be, I was going to sell my course and it was 297. So I taught the webinar on a Thursday because that's what Russell Brunson said to do. And then I let people watch the replay through the weekend and they had until Sunday night to buy the special offer, to buy the founding member offer of this course that was totally done. And I was three or four grand in the hole and filming it. It had taken several months, invested, and I had spent, I think about 600 bucks that week or 500 bucks that week on Facebook ads, which may not sound like much now, but back then when I had no clients and it was already in the hole quite a bit, it felt like a fortune. So here's what happened. I ran ads to the webinar, started them on Monday, I was running ads for clients, so I know how to run ads for a webinar. I just didn't have a very big budget. A lot of my clients' budgets were $50,000 and mine was five hundred, dollars So I couldn't really make any missteps or mistakes. I ran the ads. It cost me, if I recall correctly, 30 bucks to get a person to the webinar. And so if that math is right, I guess I spent more like 1000 bucks. but that doesn't quite matter. Here's what I remember. I'll never forget this. I got 36 people to register for the webinar. When I went live, there were nine people including me. So there were eight people there. I taught, I did the best I knew how my Russell Brunson impression, the perfect webinar. If you know that script and ran through that, did my offer stack at the end. Not only did nobody buy, nobody was there when I made the offer. And that is devastating to your ego. So I, you know, I tried not to look, you know, looked up, there were zero people on the call right then, but I 
thought, I'm going to make the offer anyways. I'm going to act like there's people here because I'm going to send out the replay to the, you know, 22 people or 24 people that didn't show up. Maybe they'll buy on the replay. So I finished the webinar, tried not to cry, you know, because I was sad that nobody showed up and nobody stayed till the end and the content was terrible. It'd be funny to go find that somewhere, by the way, and just watch what a train wreck that was. And then I thought, well, I've still got the replay period. So I'll send out the emails just like I was taught. Email on Friday to watch the replay, talk about the awesome takeaways, even though there were no awesome takeaways. And I was just kind of lying, saying it was awesome, but I knew it was terrible. Sent out the Saturday email, sent out two emails on Sunday and just thought, man, if, if one person buys, I'll at least validate this. I'll make a couple hundred bucks and I'll know that I'm on the right track and I'll just do it again. I'll use the money I make from this webinar to buy more ads and do it again next Thursday. And I didn't make any sales on Thursday night when I taught it live, but here's the really cool thing. Over the next few days, I'm just kidding. I didn't make any more sales. I made zero sales. 36 people registered, eight showed up live, none stayed till the offer, none bought live, none bought on the replay, and I was really bummed. So that's my story of the first webinar I've ever tried. Since then, I've been honestly a little bit shy to host webinars, even though my email list now is not zero. It's We're nearing about 8,000 people on the time of this recording. My daily emails go to over 7,000 people. I bet I could get more people onto a webinar. I know a thing or two about a topic and how to teach and how to pitch and how to enroll. So I bet it'd go better. But that that first thing, it still stings, even though it was six years ago. It's still a painful memory. So that's my story. And I'm curious, what was your first stinging defeat? What's something that you tried a Facebook ad or you tried an offer or you gave a public speech or you hosted your first podcast or somebody finally asked you to do a guest post on their blog? What didn't work out where maybe it still stings a little bit like this webinar memory. And most importantly, what did you learn along the way and share that story and share that lesson with your audience today. And I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the morning story podcast. If you'd like more story ideas, go to 202storyideas.com. That's 202storyideas.com. And if you'd like to get better at storytelling so you make more sales, go to storymagnetworkshop.com. Thank you for listening, and thank you for being part of my story.